Welcome to the TurfNet Renovation Report, brought to you by Golf Preservations and the Andersons. I'm Anthony Piaffi, your host. Joining me today is Drew White, who is the golf course superintendent at the Riverton Country Club in Cinnamons in New Jersey. Welcome, Drew. Thanks for having me. Uh, and I'm looking through your club history. You guys were formed in uh, early 19, about 1900, and the Donald you expanded from nine holes to 18 holes in 1917. And not only do you have a Donald Ross golf course, but you have hole-by-hole Donald Ross drawings, don't you? That's correct. Yeah, that's correct. We had, um, our membership did a really good job of preserving those original Donald Ross uh, drawings, and they've been really helpful with um, this restoration to getting close to Ross original as, as possible. And it's great. The, the club puts them up on the website. Members can look at them. People interested in your golf course can look at them. People interested in Donald Ross and golf history can go and look at them. Yep, absolutely. We have a nice little uh, walkway, hallway through our clubhouse that has the original routing, has the original Ross drawings, and then we're going to mirror them with the Ron Pritchard and Tyler Ray drawings to really showcase showcase the golf course throughout the clubhouse. That's fantastic. Now, the, you're, you're in an interesting situation. You're coming into the middle of a three-part restoration. The club membership has decided not to do it all at one time. Uh, Ron Pritchard and Tyler Ray are the architects in charge of the restoration. But the first holes were done in 1917, and uh, as you told me before, it was 1, 3, 5, 7, 15, 17, and 18. You now arrive February 18th of 2019 for this job, and a week later you start work on the second um, phase of this, which was three holes, 6, 11, and 16. Did I get all that right? That's correct, yeah. So they um, started off going going forward with the Ross registration and then went through a, a change and brought me on and my greens care, uh, chairman said, Oh, you know, we're going to continue this restoration. So, you know, you, you have a lot of background in restoration. So that's kind of a, uh, why we're excited to have you here. So it's kind of right off the bat of, uh, you know, hi, how are you here? The keys and let's get this going. So it was a lot of fun to, <laughs> to jump right into it. Now, where does your background in restoration come from? So I was uh, at a golf course superintendent at Rye at um, Westchester country club in Rye, New York. So I was one. Sure. I was one of the superintendents over the South Course, and we did a lot of re- uh, renovations throughout there, and then in Glen Oak, uh, Glen Oak Country Club in Scranton, Pennsylvania, we did a bunker renovation, and then when I first started my career as an assistant in Fieldstone Golf Club in Wilmington, Delaware, we did a couple in-house and out-of-house uh, re- uh, renovations there. So it's been throughout my career, just kind of dabbled in, in a lot of things. I was going to say, so you're kind of, a, this is, you're an old hat, this is old hat for you, right? I mean, you've done this all over the place. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, uh, you know, really ease, ease of transition. So I was really excited about that and real happy to have that experience going into this. All right. And, and one thing we should also add is that when the, the first wave went through in 2017, a new irrigation system went in as well. Is that correct? Correct. Yep. They went, uh, brand new system. The system was dated back, I believe, to the 60s and it was just, a hodgepodge of everything, and they had some catastrophic main failures the year before, and the members had, you know, stepped up and said, you know, this is the, we have to do this or we're not going to have a golf course pretty much. So they really stepped up and went went all, all the way with the, the uh, system. And what are you running for an irrigation system? We have a Toro link system. Okay. And how, what what's your opinion on that? I love it. I think it's, it's really cool. I think it uh, gives you a lot of options, and it's really reliable. So it's it's been great so far. So, so tell me your mindset. You arrive on the 18th. You know within a week you're going to start work on doing these holes. And let, let's. what is your mindset, first of all, because you, 
you know, you're coming into the season, you're in southern New Jersey, grass is going to be growing soon. How do you acclimate yourself to one to the golf course and to your crew? Well, for the golf course, I just been spent a lot of time out walking the golf course, being on the property as much as possible and going through all the old invoices for the project and going through all the, the Ross drawings and Ron Pritchard's drawings and talking to Tyler Ray. I think we talked maybe four or five times in that week before uh, he he came on property. So really just trying to get as much as comfortable as possible with, with the, the course and with all of the their method, method of of restor- restoring a golf course and also just kind of walking around with the irrigation map and marking out heads and lines of disturbance. And then, uh, as far as the crew, just, you know, being open and honest with them and showing them that I'm not going to be here to change the way they do things, just kind of tweak it and, you know, bring a little bit of a new system in and just, just refine what they had and really empower them to make the decisions and, and to, um, really help steer them in the, in the right direction with, uh, you know, because they, they're the ones that did the work. Um, we didn't contract out any labor. So they knew the process of, you know, of Tyler's process of shaping and what needed to get done. So really relied on them and, and uh, just let them kind of work how they do and just kind of steer them in the right direction when they needed to. So Tyler is the guy that's actually doing the bunker shaping. He is. He He's he's uh he's fantastic at it as well. He's He helps Ron. Well, Ron does the the drawings and then Tyler kind of tweaks them out in the field. So you'll see Tyler in the excavator with the Ross drawing and Ron's drawings. And he's got little notes and sketches of his own. And so he's just kind of working that working around the excavator and, and putting it all together. And it's, it's really something to watch. If you haven't uh, seen him work, it's, it's really something he's, he's very talented both in design and, and operating uh, equipment. That's great. And, and for these three holes, is this primarily bunker work that's being done? It is. It's, most, it's primarily bunker work. We're doing some uh, mounding that was shown on the original Ross drawings throughout the holes, but it's, it's primarily bunker work. And by bunker work, is it, are you just recoring existing bunkers, or is this taking one big bunker and making it a small bunch of small ones, a bunch of small ones making it one big one? Tell me what's going on in these three holes. So what we did with, um, take the, our number 11, for example, is a par three. So we had two bunkers on the left, pond to the right, and the pond was actually not there during the Ross's time. It was just a small creek, but we, they expanded it um, to help with runoff issues. So they had two bunkers on the left, became one big bunker in the original Ross's uh, drawings, which was hole number 17. So we just went back to whatever Ross had, trying to get back and put as much as close as possible to that on the, on the golf course. So it was a true restoration that we wanted to get as close to original Ross design as possible. So we're and how intense? Go ahead. Uh, so we're you know we're um, pretty much stripping the sod. We we uh, rototill it in, and then we remove the bunker sand, and just Tyler comes in and wipes everything kind of clean, and then digs from there and, and starts uh, cutting in the the new bunker as per the Ross and Ron Ron Pritchard's drawings. And is are these bunkers with? Are you installing drainage? We are. Yes. Yes, yeah, so we were putting a, a ton of drainage throughout the bunker. Um, we're going with no bunker liner. So we're just going to get we're okay. just going straight sand, and uh, the idea is just to kind of keep it fresh and to change it um, here and there. In Southern Jersey, I've been pleasantly surprised that there's not a lot of huge, huge rocks in the in the soil, so it's been nice. Way different from Westchester. Absolutely. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> that place is a rock war, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> um, and and. 
so so you come into this process. They're doing it this way. Anything you've learned? You've, so we're only talking six weeks, but anything you've seen, the way your your crew does work, the way Ron and Tyler do work, that's kind of been like, hmm, that's never seen it done that way before. That's kind of cool. Um, just kind of the the um, handwork that Tyler does as well. He'll go out once he rough shapes the the bunker and gets it pretty much cut in, and then he'll go out with a with a landscape rake and really do the detail on the faces. Um, and it's nice to see that the guys on my crew now kind of mirror that as well. They kind of they picked up what he does with the, with the rake. So on the backsides and everything, they kind of do the same thing to get you know a, a continuous flow to it. So that's been really nice. The thing that really drives me with this project is just that the membership is all into it. They love it. Um, Tyler's are all into it. Ron's all into it. Our crew is just phenomenal. They, you know, they want to go out and see this thing through fruition because a lot of our guys have been here for 10, 12 years and they've seen the golf course has, as it was and the changes that it's going to. So they're very, very excited about it, very passionate about the property. So it's very, very great, you know, very nice to see. And, you know, it's contagious as well. So it's great. Right. You know, and that, that's great about the membership. And one thing that's fantastic is, um, the drone photos or the uh, the drone videos that are updating membership of what's on the work that's up on the website. That's fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they do that. Um, it's run by our head pro, Kevin Duffy. He's kind of the uh, the drone master of it. So he loves to do that type of stuff. And it's, it's, it's great to see. They're great, great piece of technology as far as um, this, this line, uh, you know, just kind of getting the videos out there and the seeing how it is and getting all the information out to our membership as possible. It's, it's been really nice to see. And you know what, to, to me, I thought I found really interesting is what a good job he does narrating. You know, yeah. he talks about, you see, there's no sod there. And the reason there's no sod there is because the sod farms are having trouble getting sod up out of the ground because we've had so much rain, but we have sod up on these, you know, like it's, he, it's almost like when you watch the video, there's no questions you have left in your mind. Yeah. Why isn't there sand in the bunker? Well, there's no sand in the bunker and sand is coming in and it's going to be here. You, you know what I mean? He gives people a timeline. He told, tells everybody what's happened and what's going to happen. And if you're a member, I mean, that's, it, it's, it's, you know, it's perfect clarity. It's giving you transparency of what's going on in the project. Yeah, absolutely. And that's kind of both of our mentality is when we got here is, is just saying, you know, answer the question before it's asked, get everything out there. So everybody knows what's going on and what's happening. It makes for an easier um, process during the restoration because, you know, you're, you're doing the restoration and some of this, a lot of this is during play. So it's kind of an inconvenience to the membership and they don't always see it as, right. you know, uh, something that's very helpful, but um, they don't really see the big picture that, all that often, but with these videos and the, the updates and the, and the, pictures and just talking about it and answering questions and just putting all the information out there it gets everybody excited about it and they feel they they know about it and they want to tell their friends at another club about it and bring them along and take a look at it so it's really a a great unique um dynamic here oh yeah and for people who you know maybe have been away for the winter or whatever and ha- and won't be back until may i mean they they flip onto that latest video which i think was posted in march and they can see all the new bunkers on those holes like they know what's going to be out there when they get no real surprise when they get back. Right, absolutely. Um, you know what? I also want to touch on we talked about bunkers, but are you guys? Do you need to recapture green space? Are you doing anything, anything like that? We've done a little bit of that um, on some of them, like where we're taking out the existing bunkers where the sand splashed up over the years. It leaves a really 
high lip to it. So we've cut back into some greens and pushed out some uh, some corners, and then we're going to go through and just kind of – there's a couple greens that have nice little angles to the the front edges of them. So we're going to come in, in with mowers and just kind of uh, scout those areas back and reclaim them that way. Great. And what about tree work? It's on the list to do. Um, you know, it's always a hot, hot – hot topic um politically wise and uh with especially with a club that's been around for this long but it's something that needs to get done and it's something that we're gonna we're uh been discussing about already so yeah and i don't want to i mean when you go on the video you see the holes and you see like wow those trees could come down right you know those trees could come down and all that but i mean the work looks fantastic just by look just by looking yeah it's very yeah i can't be happier with it coming out it's uh, a great quality and just phenomenal design All right, well, let's do this. Let's take a quick break. Uh, We'll get a word from our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Introducing Genesis RX575, a comprehensive fertility and soil amendment product from the Andersons, specifically developed for construction, renovation, aerification, sprigging, sodding, and seeding. This blend of dispersing granule, DG, components provides the most comprehensive fertilizer the Andersons has ever offered with the goal of providing a single product solution designed to save time and application and reduce fertility program complexity. For a limited time, take advantage of a special introductory offer. For more information on Genesis RX 575, visit startwithgenesis.com. From green strainage to sod work, Golf Preservations can handle your project with ease and give you the peace of mind that know the professionals are caring for your valuable golf course assets. Visit GolfPreservations.com or call 606-499-2732 to talk to us directly about your next project. Okay, we're back on the TurfNet Renovation Report. My guest today is Drew White. He is the golf course superintendent at the Riverton Country Club in Cinnaminson, New Jersey. God, I love saying that word. <laughs> it's a fun <laughs> one. It took, me a couple, it took me a couple practices to do, I'm not going to lie. I had to hey, I practiced it before I called you. Times. I absolutely <laughs> practiced it before I called you because I tried to say it once and it didn't come out like that. Um, the, the second part of this job, I and mean, we, we have the renovation restoration going on, is you coming into this to this golf course, to this position. This is the first time you've been a head superintendent? Correct, yes. Tell me about we understand we talked about the work that's being done on the bunkers and we're getting the Ross golf course back, but tell me about your mindset or how you approach coming into this job as, you know, as a, as a, as a superintendent for the first time. Well, it's kind of, um, it's been fun <laughs> to say the least. It's been a lot, of, uh, a lot of long hours already, you know, coming in, there was no spray program. They didn't have anything ordered up um, chemically wise or any, standard you know any documents you know for agronomy standards or anything like that so i've been uh really just creating all that stuff the first week and trying to get it done in the first two weeks and before we started this renovation because i wanted all my focus most of my focus on the renovation to make sure it goes smoothly and you know excited about it um but everything else is kind of you know starting to you know we're catching up on everything now we have opening day on saturday so we're out you know, putting all the, some of the accessories out. We're we're mowing everything. We're getting everything else ready because we've been a little behind on just getting everything, getting the golf course ready because of the renovation. But it's kind of been a a decent back and forth. So coming into it as a new superintendent, it was really 
you know, sitting back and prioritizing things was probably the best thing I could have done. I wrote a list of, okay, we should, I need to do this right away. I need to do that. This can wait. As far as the restoration, I need to do this. And so that's really been helpful just kind of, um, you know, because you get it for this job, you've been, I mean, wanting it for so long and ready to, ready to take off on it and just really prioritizing and making a list and saying, okay, this is what needs to happen has really been help, helpful to me. And that's kind of some advice that I would take, give to anybody that's, you know, has a new superintendent's job is just prioritize what you need to do and, and go ahead and execute it. Yeah, and your priorities are way different. The fact that you have a, you know, this, I know it's not a whole entire golf course, but you have three holes that you're working on. Right. Right. So it's, uh, it's been, you know, it's been fun to, to just pick apart, pick apart things and try to figure out what's going to be the main area of focus for, for this little bit of time and then focus on something else. Cause we still have our limited winter staff. Um, we're getting a couple guys back next week. So it's been, uh, been a lot of, a lot of long hours, a lot of work. So it's been, it's been a lot of fun. Um, I think one of the also things that helped me with the crew become being the new the new guy in town basically is, you know, getting out of the office and getting off the golf cart and, and shoveling drainage stone with them and being out there raking and watering sod. So I think that's kind of you know you go you work alongside new guys they kind of say oh hey this guy can actually carry his own he's not just going to sit there and bark orders so um, I think that's helped out a lot. And so for this first year or however long. This is this is as much of a learning curve for you as probably to understand because now in this role you you're dealing with not only a crew and a golf course but you're going to deal with the membership for the first time right in this position correct yeah as as all as you know as the top guy as the as the go to person yeah I mean we're talking you got to sit in budget meetings and you get to sit in green committee meetings and all that good stuff don't you yep. Yeah, so I was lucky enough to be at Westchester to be underneath a great guy of Dave Dodonis who was who took us up to the Greens Committee meetings. We sat in countless planning meetings and he showed us the budget, how to you know, how to do everything with that. So coming into it I, I have a very good knowledge of what to do and what is expected. Um to where my first Greens Committee meeting was a week after I started and I basically, I ran the, the, the meeting and my chair person, chairman afterwards sat, uh, looked at me and said, you know, that was great. You know, this is, you know, I only had to do a little bit of it. So, um, so I was very fortunate enough to get that exposure early on in my career. And the other two superintendents I worked for was was the same way that they really, you know, showed the, uh, the other side of the business and not, not just the grass growing side. Which, which is as important and maybe, in this day and age, even more important. Oh, absolutely! To, to sit down and discuss a, to discuss money and discuss and explain things, communicate. We keep we always come back to that word and that topic, but it's about communication. Absolutely, I I can agree more. I think uh, the higher up you go in this in this industry, the the more you are to be a, a salesman, to be a businessman, to be a communicator is is more important than you know, or as important as growing grass. You know, it's kind of a that that's that change in the work dynamic. I think it's fantastic that your your previous bosses allowed you to get uh, exposure to that to that situation because that's you know I'm, I would hate to be a superintendent in my first green committee meeting as a superintendent be the first green committee meeting I ever attended you know that would just be awful. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that was uh, you know that's something I would suggest for any guy, any kids or young people coming out of a. Uh, out of college when they're looking at their first job or internships to say, Hey, 
am I going to be exposed to the end of, the, of everything and then really get that as much as possible. Right. And so as far as, as far as topics like who mows your greens, who's your fairway mowers, uh, what days you mow, what kind of mowers you use, are you drive lexing, walk mowing? You going to let that go for the first year, kind of stay with it, or are you making changes already? Uh, making changes done. already a little bit. We're, uh, we're, you know, I have a changing little, a couple things around, a couple mowing routes I think would be a little bit quicker, a couple ways they do things, timing of, of uh, mowing, um, instead of mowing, say, greens or mowing tees and approaches together in the same day, we're going to split them up to where we're just going to mow tees and then we'll mow approaches later, uh, later in the week or the next day. So just kind of um, some, some stuff like that, some mowing directions are, are being changed to kind of, uh, instead of going to stripes, we're going to do the half and half cut. Um, just, just little changes like that. But as far as who does what, I've left that up to the, the assistant that's been here um, since, he's been, since he was in high school. So he, um, he's, he's taking the reins on that, on, on the crew and the, the daily assignments of, of what to do of who does what has all, all been on his pipe, put it all in his plate and he's, he's ran off and uh, hit a home run with it. Boy, that's invaluable to have a guy like that, huh? Absolutely. It's been, he's, he's, uh, he's all for the, the change and the renovations as, as well. So it's been very nice, very uh, energetic, you know, to get that. He's, um, it's invaluable. It's definitely, uh, you know, wouldn't trade it for the world. Yeah. And, and is, you know, the fact that you have them, it's that, it's that, kind of conduit or that go between between you and the crew and they don't have to be worried and the guy that who usually deals with them is still there so it's not a huge upheaval right it's, yeah you, you're lucky with that i mean you get you get some good bounces on this one didn't you, you get a new yeah. irrigation <laughs> yeah. system you get a new irrigation system you got this guy as your assistant that's good yeah absolutely so it's been uh it's been a, a great situation here and is it how many rounds are you doing a year do you know about twenty four thousand they did it seems from reading the website that it's a very family orientated club. Is that correct? A lot it of is. stuff going on. It is. A lot of a lot of activities, big junior golf program, which is fantastic to see. Yeah. And it's um you know, just a, a it's a family oriented club and it's just a big family within the club. Um the first tee on weekends is a walk up from uh from the start time to nine o'clock and it's it's packed and everybody's out there having a good time and and um you know, you walk in and it's just, it just has that energy about it. You know, even when I was walking the course through my interview process and, and talking with people throughout that process is it just get this vibe from this place that's so energetic and everybody's so gung ho about the golf course and the, the tennis program and the pool and whatever it may be that they just love being here. So it's something that's that's definitely contagious and one of the main things that drew me here. That's great. And they love their golf course, which which is pretty obvious by the way they it's displayed and you know, on the website with, with the drones and so that the public can see it, you know, not just that their membership can see it, but they just seem so proud of the work and they seem so proud of their lineage. Yeah, absolutely. They're very, very proud of their golf course. And um, it, it helps out a lot with um, being able to communicate with them and just, just saying, you know, this is your course. Let's, let's do, do the, the rest, restoration the correct way. And, and um, you know, they've all been very pleased with it and very happy about doing it. Fantastic. And you, I'm assuming that you've already moved down there and you found a place to live. And, and I did. Cool. Yeah, we did. We, um, my wife and I have uh, two kids and we moved down uh, local and bought a house. So we did that all in about about a month. So it was, uh, it was pretty quick. But, uh, <laughs> but it, was, it, was, it was good. It was a good experience to, to go out and, and finally purchase our first home and, and get settled in and at a place where we're excited to put down some family roots. 
Now, yeah, fantastic. Well, congratulations on uh, on getting the job, and it it looks like you're you're you found a really good club to uh, to be part of. Yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Yeah, I definitely did. Very excited about the uh, the opportunity here, and the, the future looks very bright. Cool. Well, that concludes today's episode. Uh, we've been spending some time with Drew White. He is the golf course superintendent at the Riverton Country Club in, and I'm going to get say it right, Cinnaminson, New Jersey. There you go. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, man. Appreciate the time. No problem. You have been listening to the Renovation Report on TurfNet Radio.